Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Good morning. The big show is on the radio. John Boyne, Bill N, Tim, Sean, Killer, and uh, let's bring in Suzanne from the haunted prison in West Virginia. This is where pillars went. It took oh, some yeah, of his buzz last that. year. Remember that? I remember that. Remember that? And uh, Suzanne, uh, <laughs> Tim's like, you a ghost lady? <laughs> <laughs> she a ghost promoter? Promotor. So you think your agents have a hard time mm. like that. Well, Suzanne, yeah. uh, tell us about where is this prison located? This is a, this is a big deal. Of around West Virginia. Really, people come from all over to tour yeah. this haunted Actually, prison. Actually, it's located um, in Moundsville, West Virginia, which is about 45 minutes from Pittsburgh and about an hour and a half from Columbus. And that's basically where most of our visitors during this time of the year come from. Last year, we had about 11,000 people Man. that went through the Dungeon of Horrors, and it's dubbed as the scariest big house in the area. Hmm. So, like, I imagine it was a lot like a crimes going on in there. <laughs> Actually, you can find body parts. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I mean, this was like an old-timey prison, wasn't it? I mean, how, how old is it? It was built, um, started construction in 1866. So, Man. yeah, it's pretty old. It was an old prison. It was one where when they sent you there, you had to actually stay there. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Uh. Exactly, exactly. And, and some of those guys are still around. They just have stayed there. They just died. Now, did anybody in y'all's family ever do any time? Uh, we were talking about, we were talking no, about gangsters and no. all that stuff. My great-granddaddy, Wesley oh, Shaw, <laughs> who was also, he wasn't a bootlegger like Reed Wilson, uh, but he was, he, he built a still that he was going to use for himself, uh, and he had it laid out in his living room and never really put it together, and somebody uh, turned him in and did a year and a half in the chain gang over in Alabama somewhere, oh and my. I've got a picture at home of my great-grandfather with a hat and a coat on pulled up over his neck like this, mm. and his wife standing next to him with this terrible look on her face. Mm. And I was sitting there looking at it, and if you look down at the bottom, he's got stripes on his pants on the bottom. <laughs> and I went, that's when he was in the chain gang, and they sent her over there to visit and took her picture. Uh, that's wow. a nice one for the mantle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually do. I have, it on, you know, I have it on the mantle in the Dodge truck outside. Mm. Chains, <laughs> chains were heavier back then, too. Yeah, well, you know, it was, it, was, it was rough. He did a year and a half out there. Oh man! So uh, so when is uh, when is it open? Uh, how how can uh, people get information? Is here in a um, Ticketmaster. Ticket oh really? Master. Yeah, we we do. it's a timed entry event because what happened a few years ago was maybe six hundred people lined up at three o'clock and you'd wait until eleven o'clock and maybe get in, maybe not get in. So we went with Ticketmaster. It's a timed entry event and it's every Thursday through Sunday night until the um, week right before Halloween, and then it's every night that Thursday all the way through Halloween. It really became popular as far as a ghost or paranormal attraction after MTV shot the pilot for Fear There. Uh -huh. And based on that, now we have a video 
called Shadows of Moundsville, a guy from Pittsburgh, uh, Dave Manganelli, has, has produced. And there's also a website for it. He actually brings a paranormal psychic in, and she, on the video, actually talks to some of the residents that live there some of the residents yeah i was trying to think of the the correct terminology the paranormals that still live there Mm. um so she actually has conversations with them but what's really neat is when they're going through doing the videotaping of this and we've had this in in other films that have been done there and other people that have tried to do some things there they lose their power on their equipment while they're in there even though their batteries are charged up to Mm. to go for eight hours they get Mm. in certain areas where there's supposedly a lot of activity within the facility of course not seen to the normal eye, and they lose their batteries. And, and as they're actually videotaping this, and I think Jeff Pillars has seen the video. I yeah, sent it to him exactly. last week. They, they lose power, and, and the lights go out, the cameras go down, and, and it's, it's really awesome. It's pretty cool. Hmm. It's, it's cool to let Kaga. It's all it's fun cool and games. These ghosts, these ghosts are cool. Yeah, until they stab you in the throat. <laughs> no, it just goes right through you. Well, it's just going Baptist. I'm Baptist, and Baptist ain't supposed to do that. <laughs> See, Baptists believe in ghosts, but you're not supposed to conjure up spirits in the dead. Because uh-huh. in the Bible, it says you just ain't supposed to do it. Yeah. So I'm totally against whatever y'all are doing up there in West Virginia. <laughs> you just keep promoting that for us. No, you know what? Um, we, we interviewed some of the inmates that, that actually live there, and they Wait, believe... you didn't hear what I said. I'm against what y'all are doing. Oh, she heard it. It sounds like she Wait, was kind of dismissing you, though, didn't it? Ignoring you. The inmates believe if you die in the prison that your spirit never leaves there. Because it's well, see, as a Baptist, that's a bunch of crap. Here we go. Here we go. Jesus died on the cross for your sins, <laughs> criminal sins. Uh-huh. Guys in in jail who were there <laughs> and were going, you know, sorry and and all that. <laughs> you know, he died for their sins. Uh-huh. So whenever they die, they're not going to sit around in jail the rest of eternity. Once you die, you're free to go. Wait, isn't it? This is a very kind of thing that drive me away from you kids. Oh, no. Oh, Lisa Cocker, all time. That's why I don't call you. Wait, what, what fun is it to be on the radio unless you get to argue with me? Absolutely. I, I, but you know what? We do have something for you. We do have, if, if you don't want to do the ghost thing, we've got the educational virtual Wait, I didn't say I didn't want to do the ghost thing. I'm just saying I'm against ghosts. Okay, okay well, you're invited. We actually have ghost hunts there. So Ghost then, hunts? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a no-win yeah, situation. Wait, wait, wait. Do you hunt, do you I use think dogs? it's paranormal investigation. Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We just said, wait a minute, I don't even think there are ghosts there because you just said that they stay there after they die. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't. Their spirits go somewhere else. See, that's the joy of all this. You have your opinion, and See, we have fun? the opinion of everybody that's been there that has the pictures to See, prove when, it. See, when Tim dies, his, oh. his soul's going to be at the comedy zone because he's died there several It's going to be crowded there. Now, she may be right. There may be a couple of guys still there, you know, and maybe those are just the ones left over. But any Baptist prisoners, any of those Baptist prisoners are going to be in eternity, or they're going to be back on on the earth when Jesus returns. All right. Well, uh, what, what is you really You don't really care, do you, Joe? No, I do. I do. I'm too, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of hosting this radio show here, so. Referee. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mediator. Hey, deep down, John's only interested in the barbecue sauce. <laughs> so what is the website you were talking about? Our website is www.wvpentours, West Virginia Penitentiary Tours, abbreviated, wvpentours.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All and right. we have a lot of history. So, see, you can learn something if you go see, there, See, she's Tim. getting mad. Look at her. Uh, she's yeah. getting mad. Yeah. She's over there mad. No, I'm just trying to find something for you to be interested in. You know, oh, you know. I'm very interested in, in the penal system part of it, and I wouldn't mind running into a ghost, and I wouldn't mind going on a trip and seeing the dang thing. I'll go to Alcatraz, will you, after we get through at your place. But I'm just saying, any Baptist, any Baptist prisoners right. that were in there, spirits are no longer in there. Okay. I'll, I'll check to see how many Baptists we did have. Incarcerated there and let you know. Well, how are you gonna know if the batteries ran out? Well, when when the roll is called up yonder, we'll get back right. to you yeah. and let when you know. The roll and is called up yonder. All right, well, so, so, All right. thank you. <laughs> thank you, you All think, right, you're welcome. All right, y'all, hold on. We're gonna make somebody a winner on the current events quiz.
Well, let's uh, go on and get in this current events quiz. Easiest way for you to join the winners. Take C. You will win. we got a pair of boots from the Georgia Boot Company. Over 200 styles for hunting, fishing, any type of outdoor activity. A copy of Monroe Fisher's two books. His first, Tales from on the Surface, part one, and then part two. The road goes on, and you qualified for the eco-electric bike from Eton America. We're giving away this Friday from this week's winners. And what are we going to deal with, Bidley? Well, the debate rages on. Is SpongeBob SquarePants... <laughs> That way. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, then, let's deal. He probably ain't a Baptist if he is, huh, Tim? Don't sit here and laugh at me, Johnny. <laughs> hey, you're a comedian. What do you mean don't sit here and laugh at me? It's laugh with, not at. Exactly. You can laugh at me. Okay, trust me. SpongeBob SquarePants is a drawn picture on a piece of paper. Okay? <laughs> Trust me, you know, Jesus and God really could care less okay. about SpongeBob SquarePants. And I actually like SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm-hmm. My little boy watches it. My daughter watches it. I watch it with him. And, uh-huh. if, and if he's gay, is this some Jerry Falwell stuff again? No, no, he's not, no, no, no. He's not flaunting it if he is. <laughs> that's right. You know, yeah. that, that's where you have to uh, respect him. I actually think yeah, what they were saying frizzy. was the yeah. Tim Conway character. Which is, is what's the character that Tim Conway Dorf. plays on there? Mm. No, it's it's the uh, oh shoot, I can't think of it. Is it Squidward or uh, Squidward's one? Uh, Mr. Crab Head is it or something? They were saying that the Tim Conway character was supposedly gay. Is or that something. right? Well, Tim Conway's got what fifteen kids and mm. yeah, ex wives well, and well, let's just deal with that. Call her nine. Right. Y'all just take C and then everything will be all right. All right, one eight hundred Big Show. <laughs> we play next. Good morning, the big show is on the radio. About 25 away from the hour. Are you ready? Ready? Okay. Come your head and take the whiz. It's time for the current event quiz. Yeah. We got Scott out of Bunnell, Florida. Good morning, Scott. How you doing? Pretty good, John Boy. How you doing? Doing good, hey. man. You listen up. You should win this thing, buddy. All right. Well, Scott, Nickelodeon star SpongeBob SquarePants has been outed as a new gay icon. <laughs> Reports are that SpongeBob merchandise is flying off the shelves at gay-themed gift shops across America. How do they always know first? I don't know, but they're <laughs> apparently they're really plugged into the scene. Now, as evidence that SpongeBob is gay, observers point out, A, he's always singing show tunes with his male friend Patrick. <laughs> B, his friend Sandy Squirrel is a muscular, athletic female. Or C, during the late 80s, he was known as Spongebob Parachute Pants. <laughs> well, we should probably ask Randy this one. Hey, hey. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get the information on this one, Jackie. Okay. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. If I'm not mistaken, Randy actually knew what the oxygen sensor on an engine was. <laughs> oh, yeah. He knows engines. Sir, do you know what an oxygen sensor on an engine is? Uh, no. Okay. okay. It's possible you may be gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I have to take up for Randy. Randy's the one that bucks me in here, lets me stay a long time. Yeah. You don't make all my I'm also the one that made you scream like a woman in a car, too. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Whoa, that doesn't oh, sound good. No. Well, I was, I was driving. Well, okay, okay, then. What was it, that uh, Acura NS, yeah, NXZX or whatever the hell it was? And I drove the thing up the exit ramp. I got it up to like 110, you know, going up the exit ramp. Randy says, well, you better let me drive it. I get over there, my ears up on the top of the car because because i'm real t- kind of long torso yeah. torso man See, i got my ear on top of the car randy kicks that thing up at 12 o'clock in the afternoon going down john belk over here we got to like 155 <laughs> now i'm going no you weren't you were going and, 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 and randy's going no who's gay, no, who's gay? I said, uh, hold my parachute pants out the window it'll slow us down <laughs> Keep it going for your headliners, Jim Wilson, Killer Bees. That's a big show roll. All right.
right, Rafe, again, today is the day for the first day of the John Boy and Billy Big Show Celebrity Golf Tournament, the second annual. It's a two-day benefit for the Speedway Children's Charities and the Foundation for the Education of Children with Down Syndrome. And later in the day, a party and comedy show featuring John Boy and Billy show regulars Tim Wilson and Killer Bees. Now, I'll be on the way out of town tomorrow attending a reunion of some of my Washington, D.C. broadcast veterans near Camp David, Maryland. But I'll be out there this morning cheering them on with the rest of the Big Show gang. Let's see, looking ahead to the weekend, I'll be the honorary starter at the CarQuest Auto Parts World Finals at the Rockingham Dragway in Rockingham, North Carolina. Should I go in drag to the dragway? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Randy reminds me of the time in Frederick, Maryland, I did dress in drags to substitute for a contestant in the Miss Maryland pageant and made a parachute jump at the Frederick Airport at an air show there for her. I had her on my radio and TV show in Washington back then, about 1963, I think it was. I was doing a lot of sport parachute jumping in the Washington area. Well, after I'd promoted her act as a part of her Miss Maryland competition, first time anyone had done that, made a parachute jump, and I thought she was ready for that. Well, the day before she was going to jump, I think it was a Saturday, she called me and said she wasn't going to do it. Somebody had talked her out of it. Well, I thought a minute how I had promoted it on the radio and TV and said, well, you be there anyway. I'll jump for you. Maybe we can fool them. So I went to a costume shop, put on a dress, long stockings, a wig, and pretended to be Miss Marilyn. As she was paraded in front of the stands in a convertible, I hid down in there on the floor. As we went out to the airplane where I got in and she ducked onto the floor for the ride back to the stands. Other acts at the air show went on as the jump plane, a Cessna 182, climbed a jump altitude. All the time, the announcer kept promoting the jump. I didn't go up very high, just 3,000 feet for a clear and pull jump, which I did, and steered myself down well beyond the grandstands. Oh, the convertible came out to get me, and I rode back, dressed in drag, a wig on and the, and the dress and the long stockings and the jump boots, and wound up parachute in my arms. That's the thing we have the picture of there, Randy. Miss Marilyn contender hiding on the floorboards, but of course, as we paraded close to the stand, she got up and the trick was revealed. How's that for an unusual promotion stunt? By Robert D. Rayford, way back in 63, when I was at WTOP in Washington. Now, of course, on the John Boyne Billy Show. Good morning. The big show is on the radio, but it's Monday morning. Killer Bees, Tim Wilson, Sean Berg, former drummer of the Atlanta Rhythm Section. We've got comedians, musicians all intertwined. All y'all boys got a little music in you, don't you? It's just a big old you. pot of talent. We got the mu- <laughs> I got the music in me. I got the music Kiki. in me. Who did that? Who did that? Kiki D and uh, Elton John. Yeah. Elton John, I think. Yeah. Or she mm. was on his record label. That's what it was. Oh, Kiki. Hey, y'all going <laughs> to love this coming up next, our latest episode of Married Man. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm glad y'all are here for this. You know what my favorite part of Married Man is? What? The theme song. Uh, <laughs> yep. Well, well you're, you're going to like the beginning and the end of it. Then. <laughs> I love we'll, the theme song. We'll enjoy the middle. This <laughs> is coming up next. Good morning, the big show is on the radio. John Bobin and the gang. And it's time to check in on our superhero. Married man, married man, drives around in a minivan. Life for him has no zing. Wife won't let him do a thing. She says it's about time he grew up. Wherever there's a screw up, you'll find the married man. As our story opens, married man, college buddy, drinking buddy, and drinking buddy's hoochie mama companion, Monica Minx, are on their way to a meeting with the team's new talent agent somewhere in Los Angeles. Hey, married man, can't we roll up to windows and turn the air conditioning on? Come on, Droopy George, we're in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, don't you want to feel the wind in your hair and soak up the sun? I don't know if you guys have noticed, but this ain't exactly the part of town where the beautiful people hang out. Well, but still, it's such a sunny California day. Why would you want to seal yourself off from it? Okay, everybody roll them up. Come on, come on, let's go. Let's go. See, 
gangbangers. Hey, Ledford, nice talent agent you hooked us up with. Oh, look, there it is. The Golden State Mini Mall. That's it, big guy. Uh, Shecky's supposed to be down on the left-hand side between the carpet cleaners and the radio shacks. Look, y'all, boobs for less. Any girl, any size. 20% off. Walk-ins welcome. Stick with me, big girl. I turn you into a really big girl. <laughs> Our heroes park their rent-a-car and enter the offices of the Rajneesh Talent Agency. Ah, it is my new friend and number one client, Captain Action Guy. It is good to be seeing you again. What do you say there, Shaq Monster? Come into the conference room. I want to show you the prototypes for your new Action Friends action figures. You got us a deal for action figures already? Actually, it's not quite a done deal yet, but we are very, 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 very extremely close. <laughs> First, we have the Captain Action Guy. Flip the lever on his back for terrorist punching action. Hey, check it out, y'all. He's even got a little cocktail in his other hand. <laughs> I like you, big guy. <laughs> wow, your parents will be so proud. And here is the Captain Action girl. She has booby-popping action. Did you say booby-popping action? Yes, just squeeze her around the waist like so and watch her boobies pop out. <laughs> Cool, this rocks. And here is the Captain Married Guy. Push the button on his cellular telephone and... Uh, he's a little heavy around the midsection, don't you think? Have you looked in a mirror lately? <laughs> and here is the Captain Other Guy figure. Hey, what gives? He doesn't do anything. Uh, looks like they captured the real you. Yeah. Okay, pal, I had about enough of your big mouth. Oh, yeah, well, bring it on, Detroit. Uh, <clears throat> guys, let's all just calm down here. Take a deep breath. Yes, and let me remind you, these figures are merely prototypes. There is still time to fine-tune them before we begin production. So, if you have any questions or concerns, now is the time to speak up. Yeah, is there any way to get her boobs to blow up even bigger? <laughs> oh, big girl. Did I mention how much I like you? <laughs> Let the merchandising begin. Don't miss our next exciting adventure when we'll hear Monica's action figure say... Hey, honey. Monica say... This is the coolest job ever. And Captain Action Guy say... Hey, Shecky, you ain't got a mini bar in here, do you? <laughs> Don't miss our next Spectre Tightening Adventure. Same married time, same married channel. Wherever there's a screw-up, you'll find the married man. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
you have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Good morning. The Big Show is on your radio. Coming up last hour, we're going to play Dollywood Squares with Killer Bees and Tim Wilson, our special guest celebrity squares. Uh, they'll old Sean in there for good measure, too, mm-hmm. balance things out. Uh, we're going to be talking to Jamie McMurray. Wins in his second Winston Cup start in that number 40 Coors light car. Mm-hmm. I put him up driving for Sterling, man. It was awesome. And Marcy's quote, he was so cute when he won. Yeah, quote, uh, I saw his blonde-headed baby doll. She's a former mm-hmm. Miss Winston. Mm-hmm. John Boy's quote, she was so cute when he won. Absolutely. <laughs> we got all our boys in here getting ready for our second annual Big Show Celebrity Golf Tournament today and tomorrow. The comedy show, Tim Wilson Killer Bees, tonight, Crimmer Mountain Country Club. You playing either today or tomorrow, we'll see you at the show. And welcome, Larry. How about old buddy Larry out of Bristol, oh, Tennessee, Larry. down for the festivities? Hey, Larry. Hey, this is pretty cool. Larry and his wife brought me something from the Bristol Herald Courier. Mm. Uh, BMS, Bristol Motor Speedway, gets green flag as home for East High classes. Now, the deal is, at uh, East High, they found black mold spores in schools. So what they're doing, they're having their high school classes in the skyboxes at Bristol Motor Speedway. Cool. <laughs> Man, really? <laughs> and kids, don't forget to tip. <laughs> that means having your class outside, don't it? Really? Yeah, <laughs> Skyboxes. Yeah. Hey, man, to sign up for driver's education. Wee! <laughs> <Drafting>, all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty swoop, uh, man. man. Nothing that cool happened to me in high school. Pretty swoop? Pretty swoop? Sweet, I meant to say. That's what I was uh, thinking. Yeah. So what time does McMur- <laughs> is McMurray calling? Uh, should be in about 30 minutes from right now. You know what was weird? It was the first time I've ever seen a, a Coors Light driver get out of the car and his entire head be sweaty. <laughs> that was always the thing about Sterling. Sterling go around, win race, win race, win race, get out, take his helmet off. Only half of his head was sweaty. We know he's bionic. <laughs> he's saving up. That's right. Maybe. Well, Sterling's got the sides. The sides are getting sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the top, he's totally dry. That was pretty sweet win, everybody, man. So, uh, good. We'll talk to Jamie Dan. We got that Dollywood Squares game that y'all going to be playing with us in a minute. Good morning, the big show is on the radio. John Boy, Billy, Randy, Jackie, Killer Bees, Tim Wilson, Sean Burke. Oh, Larry. No, Terry, got a baby dog. Hey, man. What was that last John one? Boy's no, heavy. <laughs> hey, man. Me and Sean want to say hi to Dan. Dan getting, didn't get to yeah, make the trip. Yeah, man, miss old Dan. He didn't make the trip this week. He was, He's he on was, the coast of somewhere. I ain't coming down there with y'all. <laughs> he was lollygagging. He was lollygagging. Yeah, he was uh, out on a cruise with his wife, Terry. Uh, and they stayed out on a cruise for like, I don't know, 10 days, 14 days. Yeah. Hmm. Was it 21 days? How long was he out there? Two 40, months? 40 days and 40 nights. <laughs> 40 nights on a ship. Then he comes back and found out he had a bunch of songwriting stuff to do in Nashville. So he pretty much uh, put us all on the back burner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but we want to say hey to Dan. Hey, Dan. Man, uh, we didn't get to cover this on Friday. The sniper hit again in one of our big show mm-hmm. cities there in Spotsylvania County. Uh, yeah, there. Right Fredericksburg, yeah. Right, Fredericksburg, yeah. Virginia. We're on Thunder 104.5 up there. Man, that's, uh, that's something. And, and, and Randy was saying, been following this uh, this police chief has been doing it. He went Moose? on TV, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. on TV and showed like the patterns of where the sniper had hit. Then the next one, he went out of that pattern mm-hmm. and did it. And now this one, well, and prior to that, further, was, he, he, this guy's called. I mean, I'm this is just me speaking. I mean, I just think he's called too many press conferences and he's divulging too much information. But I'm not a cop and I don't do what he does, so it's not really not my right to be critical. But when you go on TV and say. There is nothing to fear for our kids. Our kids are in, in perfectly good shape. And then the next day, a the guy takes off a kid to prove yeah. the police chief wrong. Right. Mm. And then he goes on and says, we've hired these guys from Canada who have come down, and they, they've got these um, uh, this uh, new software that it kind of uh, reverse engineers the, the serial killer. And uh, here's exactly what, it, what we have found out so far. This is the pattern. So we know that they, this guy is within this area. Well, then the guy starts you know, so, going outside yeah. the pattern. You know, this guy, this sniper... Has a television. He has a radio. 
the cops need to keep the information to themselves, in my opinion. That, mm-hmm. But, you know, if there's information that can be helpful to the investigation, like the description of the vehicle, that's all good. But I guarantee you this guy ain't driving that white truck anymore. No. I mean, come on. It only takes common sense mm-hmm. here. Now, over the weekend, he called another press conference, and he said over the weekend that it's been two weekends now in a row that the uh, sniper didn't attack, so apparently his modem, modus operandi is mm-hmm. to is to do weekday shootings where there you know more people are available to him doing ordinary things in life, and then he followed it up by saying, "But me, I am not fearing Monday." Now that's not a direct quote, but I mean he he essentially drew a line in the sand and says, mm-hmm. "All right, we know you're not going to do anything today, mm-hmm. you know we know you're not, and 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 furthermore, you know if uh, if there was anything to fear, there'd only be one." Hello. <laughs> you right. know, so you're you're yeah. baiting him out to get now. You know, so I'm waiting. You know, kind of on the edge of my seat. No today. way he would do anything today. Yeah, man. Do you think that. he's going to start working weekends because of it now? <laughs> I think you know he's been I challenged. Know. What is the deal? Yeah. They, they have come yeah. out and said, well, obviously, you know, I don't know. They're thinking, well, maybe he's a guy like when his wife and kids are out, he goes out and do it. Or, he has visitation or on. Or weekends. He has to work on weekends. Yeah, maybe he just That's works weird. weekends. That's, yeah. That's weird. Well, what? I mean, the, the same argument is placed over the impending war. Mm. Yeah, well, we don't have enough information. I don't want to know the information because I know that whatever information I have available to me is available to the enemy. So keep the information to yourself. I mean, if, if that's why you're in that position to strategize. Right. I mean, the Iraqis have CNN. Sure. So mm-hmm. Anything that's on TV, you know, it's available. I was surprised the tarot card thing even came out. Right. Yeah. Well, it wasn't supposed to. Yeah. It was found and was supposed to have been kept quiet, but once again, the, now, the police chief didn't actually leak that information, but someone from inside his department did. Mm-hmm. They had intended that to stay secret, and it got leaked to mm-hmm. the media. Well, now, the I think media- you ought to reissue some assault weapons up in that area. Everybody puts assault weapons in their car. That way, we'll be looking for a van with bullet holes in it. <laughs> i kidding. Well, did you hear this story out of Stafford, Virginia? Authorities are accusing the manager of a fast food restaurant of falsely reporting a sighting of the Washington area sniper. Oh, he wanted the day off? Was yeah. It? Authorities yeah, in Virginia say they closed a mile-long stretch of highway, evacuated at least five businesses after getting the man's 911 call uh, between Manassas and Fredericksburg, by the way. Uh, sheriff says he may admits making a call saying he's been living out of his car and wanted to get a day off to find a place to live. Unbelievable. Then arrested and charged with a felony. Under new law, meant to stop terrorism hoaxes. Here's my question: If you're living in your car, a day off from what? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. well, he got a job. He's managing a fast food Jeez. restaurant. Yeah. Needed a day off. Well, he's picking up people yeah. that live out of their vehicle. That's right. right. <laughs> you get a little close to home over there. That's right. And he's a little close to his home. It's out in the parking lot right yeah. now. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's get final news. Weather and sports done. Robert D. Rayford's rave, Dollywood Squares, with Killa and Tim. And Jamie McMurray on Open Line. Got it going on. Rafford again, last gasp for this morning. Got a letter from a listener about why I don't rail against alcohol like I do tobacco. Well, I can count on one of these every six months. This one is from Reverend Justin Percy, pastor of the United Pentecostal Church in Dresden, Tennessee. He writes, in part, I've heard your comments on smoking several times, yet I've never heard you come down on drinking or alcoholism. Well, you just weren't listening then, Reverend. But now I'll let you address the matter. How can you mention the devastating effects of smoking and not mention the effect that alcohol has had on our society? Homes wrecked, lives taken, fortunes lost. No, I don't see how you can't see the dangers of drinking. It's addictive. It causes deadly diseases, just as deadly as emphysema and lung cancer. Well... You don't know what you're talking about there, preacher. It's the most widely used drug, yes, drug in the world, yes, and so is nicotine a drug, probably much more widely used than alcohol, as a matter of fact. He says there's no such thing as you having a drinking habit under control. Well, that's, you're wrong about that, preacher. Millions do keep it under control. Says, I enjoy your commentary. Some days you're like an oasis in the desert. Other days you're like that phlegm in the back of my throat that won't come up no matter how much I hack and cough. But it's always interesting and insightful commentary, so keep up the good work. Please respond. All right, well, I have. You're right, Reverend. However, I do notice you are of the Pentecostal faith. They are historically railing against old demon rum. And you're wrong, dead wrong, about alcohol being a worse killer and maimer than tobacco. Check the figures. Here's the latest figure on that. From the World Health Organization, raised its estimate of smoking-related deaths just last Friday, saying 4.9 million people die each year 
and warns that its projection of 10 million deaths annually by the year 2030 was too low. The U.N. Health Agency estimated two years ago that 4 million people a year die of smoking-related illnesses. So, preacher, you see it goes up and up. Granted, alcohol causes lots of problems, but nowhere near that of tobacco when it comes to health, death, and dismemberment of people who use it in the way it was intended. I think a few people who have historically been so upset about old demon rum would put that same energy and information into your sermons and constant prohibitionist tactics. You could make a big difference in that socioeconomic class that is made up of much of your followers. You asked for a response, Reverend? There it is. Robert D. Rayford, John Boy and Billy Show. Good morning. Got a big show on the radio this Monday morning. Getting set for a big show, Celebrity Golf Tournament. Killer Bees. Tim Wilson playing a comedy show tonight. Screaming out Country Club. <laughs> Barry Dodson. Barry, you look late, man. Well, what happened, buddy? The, uh, I found out where to come this time. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't going to come to the studio. and uh, I was going on to Kramer Mountain, and I got directions from Kenny, and... Uh, I called over here. I said, have they moved that golf course? <laughs> so I knew how to get to the uh, studio, so here we are. Now, listen, Barry, last time uh, Barry went to the wrong studio, the one yeah. we used to have downtown, mm -hmm. it was here. And uh, did you wear out a set of brakes on your truck? Had had to have new rotors put on it, <laughs> uh, new brake pads. Uh, they said, where in the hell have you been in this truck? But, Johnny, you got to back me up. Rusty did the same thing. He sure did. Yep. He went to the yep. wrong place, too. Yeah, I went in there, and I didn't know anybody, and I thought, well, I wonder where everybody's at. And I got here about an hour and a half late, but I tell you what, by virtue of getting here on time, you cannot imagine how the Trey and Tia Golf Classic went off uh, with you guys helping me here at Falls, like you always right. have. Yeah, Barry, I, I hope you got my message. You know, my boy had surgery and I couldn't get out there. I do, uh, I do a, know that. But uh, yeah. but you had a, you had a big time then. We had a great great time. Good man, we're gonna reunite Barry Dodson and Rusty Wallace. That was that team that won the Winston Cup championship '89. <laughs> so both of y'all make it to the golf course. You follow us, so that way we know you make. No, it we got there. the golf course down pad. It's just uh, it's Kenny's direction. It's Kenny, you know, <laughs> that's what it is. He's like uh, there's three kinds of people, Johnny. There's there's three people, kinds? Yeah, there's three kinds. There's people that know, there's people that don't know, and there's people that don't know they don't know. Which one's Kenny? He's third category. Yeah. That's a big category, too. Yeah. yeah, it is. How you doing, Beast? Great, man. Real good. Good to see you again. Hadn't seen you since the Rockingham uh, race last year, and you're the last guy since Dick Trickle that I saw Johnny dancing with, as a matter of fact. <laughs> John Moore's heavy. <laughs> All right, then. Here we go. Let's go and get on it. Callers 9 and 10. Uh, be somewhere where you can put a little tic-tac-toe deal right down in front of you. That's the way we do Dollywood Squares. Two of our funniest friends together, Killer Bees and Tim Wilson. Killer sitting in the seat that Dolly Parton sat in when she played Dollywood Squares. We kick it off. The seat was pushed a little farther back. <laughs> <laughs> About a foot. Yeah. So you're not the biggest boob ever to sit in that seat, Killer, just so you know. So uh, <laughs> y'all can pick anybody you want to ask questions. How about that? Uh, Tim, mm -hmm. Killer, we got Barry Dodson in here, Sean Burke, huh? our drummer for hire. Mm -hmm. So uh, one eight hundred Big Show, your toll free line. Callers nine and ten. We gonna play next. Good morning, the Big Show is on the radio. It's time for Dollywood Squares. We got a bunch of squared celebrities in here this morning. Tim Wilson, Killer Bees, Barry Dodson, Sean Burke, and Wormy. Barry's coach driver is in here. Uh, uh, Good to see you, Wormy. Well, he uh, he helped me find the studio again. <laughs> Without a set of brake rotors and four Goodyear tires. <laughs> So uh, let's see. Let's meet our contestants, Diane out of Easley, South Carolina. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, John Boy. How are you today? Absolutely. Good. Uh, we got Don out of Huntington, West Virginia. Who are you going to be playing against? Good morning, Don. Good morning. All righty. So you got Tim Wilson, Killer Bees, famed comedians, uh, former champion, Winston <laughs> Cup crew chief now on Speed Channel, Barry Dodson in here with us this morning. Diane. And Wormy. And Wormy. <laughs> Don't forget Wormy. <laughs> All right, Diane, uh, you have O's. Where would you like to go first? Oh, special thanks to Killaby's lovely wife, Terry, for being our Vanna this morning. And John Boy's taking heavy. Taking care of the board. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diane, where do you want to go first? Okay, I will take the upper left. 
Okay, right. upper left. Who upper would you left. like for me to ask this question to, Diane? That Dotson guy. I'm such a crusty, rusty fan. <laughs> All right, it is. He's bound to be good. All right. Well, Barry, as a youth, this religious leader's hobby was fixing up rusty old cars. Not Rusty's old cars, mm-hmm. but rusty old cars. <laughs> and getting them to run right again. Hmm. Was it Tibetan monk, the Dalai Lama, Catholic nun, Mother Teresa, or Pope John Paul? Well, knowing Rusty and knowing the help that he needed then and now, I'm, I'm going to say Pope John Paul. No. Pope John so. Paul. Diane, agree or disagree? I'm going to have to disagree with that. You are? Well, that was the right yeah. thing to do. Yes, it was the Dalai Lama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you say the Dalai, you, you know he had to have grease and oil all over his sheets. Well, Rusty would go for a Dalai Lama. Well, I didn't get to know how many Rusty cars would be in Poland. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Come oh. on over here, Dalai. He's a regular Eli Whitney. Well, I didn't realize engine. they had cars in Tibet. Hmm? I guess they probably most of them are they Rusty. Do <laughs> they do now. They do. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, got that square in the upper right. All right, Don, where would you like upper to go? Upper left. Oh, she was upper, upper left. left. Upper yeah. left. Who was that? Killer. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad somebody's paying attention. We all know how John oh, is. You're was, welcome, dear. I was facing. Uh, other left. I was facing the uh, the tic tac toe square. I know so, yeah. you, it was your other right. <laughs> all right, Don, where would you like to go? Okay, she's uh, where's she at? She's upper left hand corner. Upper left. And I got the X's? Yes, you yes. do. I'll take the center square. Okay, right. going for the center square. Who would you like, Don? Uh, being a big Skinner fan, I'll take uh, Tim Wilson. All right, All right, Tim Wilson. Tim, congratulations. You've just won an Edgar. What did you do? An Edgar Award. An Edgar. Huh. I'm so. going to say to win an Edgar Award is named after Edgar Bergen. And you, you win like a ventriloquist award. Mm-hmm. Ask me, do y'all like working with ventriloquist? No. Thank, thank you. <laughs> we gave that look just seeing it. I tell you, there's one. There's, Sean was drinking a glass of water as he said that. <laughs> there, there's one ventriloquist that I actually do really enjoy working with is Mark Rubin. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He's Rubin. a nice guy. He's, he's yeah. got emus, bigger than big old giant birds. Yeah, he, he raises, raises those things. Did yeah. you know Johnny huh. Cash almost was attacked and almost killed by a daggum ostrich one time? No. Did you know that? I had no idea. That is a true story. Well, I'll tell you something, Bees. That's what happens when you try to take an ostrich one piece at a time. <laughs> They protect like you did cars. You know? It didn't cost me a dime. Barry, does everything have to do with cars? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Listen. I'm going to say an Edgar Bergen award. You okay. win an Edgar by being a great ventriloquist. All right, Don. Do you agree or disagree? I'll agree. You agree with that? And that was oh no no. Close. You wrote a great mystery novel. The prize is named after Edgar Allan Poe. An uh, Edgar. Uh, wow. So mystery mm-hmm. novel. Oh, oh, gets that middle square. You got two in a row, Diane. Uh, so uh, where do you want to go with your O, oh, Diane? I think I'm going to have to take that lower right. Mm-hmm. All right. For the win, we'll ask Killer Bees this question. All right. <laughs> Killer, she, she don't know me well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Us man of the South, you're familiar with Spam. Mm-hmm. Killer, where did Spam get its name? I'm going to say it was... Um, since I grew up on Spam, it was named after the creator's wife, Susan Pamela Cook. Named after the creator of Spam's wife. That's what I would say. Because mm. you know he was married if he was having a... <laughs> anyway, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Spam? Yeah. <laughs> All righty. So, Diane, agree or disagree? I'm going to have to disagree with Mr. B's on that. Well, that was... The right yeah. thing to do. Oh, gets a square. And Diane wins. Yes. Actually, it is short for spiced ham. Or as we used to say, strong possibility ain't meat. <laughs> yeah, there's, hey, there's some romance right there. Honey, I just came up with a concoction that's ground up uh, pig intestines. I'm going to name it after you. After you. <laughs> I love you. Spam. Spam. All right. Well, Don, thank you for playing with us, buddy. Hey, thanks a lot. And, Sorry uh, about that. Don, I just take a challenge on that Skinner quiz. I'll uh, I'll challenge him anytime. Take a challenge on Skinner. You want to you want to challenge me to Skinner trivia? Oh, sure. Do you want to do that right now? Bring go, it on. Big go man. ahead. Throw, oh, all, right, all, right, all right, throw one out. Tim, throw you one throw out. one out, and then uh, and then he will ask you one. Okay. What was Ronnie Van Zant's mother's maiden name? <laughs> wow. And he knows the answer. I'm sure. Wow. 
Oh, wow, Tim, you're over my head. I have no idea. Uh, what was it, Tim? Marion's sister Hicks. Marion's sister Hicks. Hicks. Mm, really? right. Don, hey, don't challenge me to a Skinner thing and yeah, you'll lose me on a that bunch one. of daggum, you know, Don, song lyric questions. Why don't you ask Tim one? Oh, I, I wasn't uh, ready for that. I was just wait home blank. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. All right, Don. We'll see you later, there, buddy. Nice try. All right, and Diane from Easley, South Carolina. You win, baby. Congratulations. Hey, back at you. Air at you. All right, Jackie, decipher her information. All right, we're breaking here. Wait for Jamie McMurray to call in. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in president ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Good morning, the big show is on the radio. John Boy Billy the gang here. Barry Dawson from Speed Channel. We're going to talk to Jamie McMurray on open line today. Congratulate him on his first win. Barry, looking forward to getting your thoughts about this crazy year we got going on here. Let's look at uh, State History, y'all. What's happening? Actor Harry Anderson is 50. Mm-hmm. What, did, what Did he start stand-up comedian? Yeah, he was a stand-up yeah, like magician. magician slash stand-up. Oh, he's, yeah. he's great yeah. with cards and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's a great sleight of hand guy. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Uh, let's see. 34th U.S. President Dwight David Ike Eisenhower would have been 112 today. He would have been 112. He was the first president to have a press conference covered on live national TV. And huh. uh, first a campaign for re-election using television advertisements. Do you know who the first president who ever actually ran for president was? George Washington. No, sir. Nope. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about who set up a campaign, had a little song, uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff. They had K- Tippecanoe and Tyler, too. Oh, Tippecanoe yeah. and Tyler, too. This guy actually ran for president. Was it one of those two? No, it was William <laughs> Henry Harrison. And he was so arrogant, or kind of full of himself. Uh-huh. He gets up and gave like a speech out in the middle of the rain. Talked so long, he got pneumonia and died 30 days later. Oh, man. First man to ever actually run for president because it was considered to be arrogant to actually run for president. In, in advertisers. Yeah. I, I would have said George Chin. 
Who? That's over your head. He's an engine builder. He's an engine builder. Probably engine builder. Well, you know, you know, Barry. He's an engine giver. You know, Barry. What I there you go, Billy. There you go, Billy. That's kind of genius right there. That was good one. I know. I know. Elizabeth Dole's running for office right now. Yeah, you know, she was going to be riding on our big show grill on a parade lap at a race. Elizabeth mm-hmm. Dole was, but it, it, it got rained out. A great woman, yeah. Elizabeth Dole. Mm-hmm. And, and if and I hope she wins. But if she doesn't win, I think she should become the new commissioner of NASCAR. Is that right? I do. Because she would be you know, very objective about it. She don't know uh-huh. Barry and all his little cronies. Uh-huh. And, she wouldn't be, you know, and she's a North Carolina girl. Uh-huh. And let her be in charge of NASCAR, and we wouldn't have any more Tony Stewart problems. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. She's from Am Salisbury. I wrong, Mary? Well, I'll tell you what. Now, 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 Tony's a good guy. Well, I'm going to take up for Tony. Oh, let's don't sit there and take up no, for Tony. Let's go. Tony starts uh, fights and waits on the crew to come help him. Yeah, but on, <laughs> let me tell you something you don't know. On the way to Tony's anger management, he picks up about three or four more. They carpool. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tony Stewart hit a guy with $4,000 worth of camera equipment around his neck. Well, let's just say Tony knows how to shove and move his way to the front, okay? Mm, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Just rubbing. <laughs> oh, man, we were talking about and that's this. at the grocery store. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. In 1954, <laughs> filming began on the Ten Commandments in Egypt. A cast of over 25,000 people went over to Egypt for the movie. Mm-hmm. As a Yule printer, that did not my fault the Israelites. And I can't do it. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Man, what was that? I that guarantee there ain't no Baptist going and to the world's worst, worst piece of casting, Edward G. Robinson in a Bible movie. <laughs> Who came up with this idea? <laughs> Man, it's a golden calf, see? Yeah. Pretty sweet. All right, well, y'all hang on, man. We got Barry Dodson. We got all of us right here. We're going to interview Jamie McMurray. Congratulate him mm-hmm. on his first Winston Cup victory in his second start. Cool. Unbelievable. I'll get some Bear thoughts on this thing, too. Mm-hmm. Barry got it going on. It's going to be swoop. <laughs> yeah. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know what I mean. Good morning, the big show is on the radio. John Boy and Billy, Tim Wilson, Killaby, Sean Berg, Wormy, Barry Dotson. All in the studio. And this that's morning. two different people on the end. <laughs> Not <there>. Wormy, Barry <laughs> Dotson. Yeah. Let's, Wormy, let's Barry Dotson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the trainer park entourage. And boys, let's bring on the winner of the UAW GM Quality 500, Jamie McMurray. Good All morning, right. Jamie. Hey, hey. <laughs> well, buddy, how you feel this morning? I got a little headache, guys. How about y'all? Huh. I, I saw you going after that Coors Light the minute you got out of the car. <laughs> yeah, I had a couple of them last night. <laughs> Man, well, congratulations, Jamie. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I don't think that that was expected of me, and it certainly is a, as big of a shock to me as what it is to anybody. You know, gosh, to come in and win in your second race, it's amazing, and proud of that whole team, and you know, it's a that was a hard situation to be put in with Sterling getting hurt and, and you know having to, to fill in for him. You know, the guy has been just such a gentleman to me and really supportive. And the guy that you see on TV with Sterling, that you know, I mean, what you see is what you get. Just just a great individual. That's the truth. You know, I mean, a lot of people felt so bad about that because here Sterling shot at it, you know, mm-hmm. and then then come up and have to have to set out the rest of the season. Well, so uh, Chip and Felix, we had Felix in the studio last mm-hmm. week, and he he told us to watch you and man. We didn't know what was going to have you up front like that, really? so it would be an easy view to it. But you proved, Jamie, that, that you can drive. It ain't like you snuck up and went on gas mileage or anything like that. Yeah. And uh, Barry Dawson, who's uh, seen Ben with some of the great ones, man, he was saying, this is, what's this awesome job? Of course, any race fan can see that. Your mm-hmm. second start, and bam, you had it going on. Yeah, I mean, I think that does make it even a better victory, the fact that you know it wasn't a, a deal where you stayed out on old tires, you had me in front of the field, or like you say, on gas mileage. We just had a fast race car. Just had a lot of luck too. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. And you know, and we we almost went a lap down at one point in the race. And that's something that's so much different from the Bush series is that you don't you never see somebody almost go a lap down in the Bush race and then come back and win. The mm-hmm. races just aren't long enough. Mm-hmm. And I told them, you know, I was like, you know, I said, guys, I said, I've got a great car. I just have to. 
you just got to get it freed up and get some track position. I said, I'm going to be good. But never, never expected that we were going to be good enough to win. Man. Well, you know, Barry, well, Barry was telling me about these young guns. He talking about the, the guys that have gotten their wins this year. There's, there, there's a common thread with the old guys. There's a common thread. You know, you know what you expect out of the veterans. Uh, week in, week out, they do their job. They get their share of polls. They get their share of wins. Excellent job by Jamie. I know that this kid is a commodity. I've watched him in the truck series. I've watched him do very, very well. I talked to him on the phone a few weeks ago, and I said, man, and he's worried to death. I said, don't worry. You're going to be just fine. But, yeah. And here again, it's a tribute to the organization he's racing for that is established, well-established. Anybody that's led to points for 25 races this year, then their driver gets hurt. Then if they put a qualified driver in there, then it doesn't only shorten that learning curve, it it just about eliminates it. But let's look at what Ryan Newman has stepped into. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's awesome. But who's his teacher? Rusty Wallace, mm-hmm. Penske Racing, mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson, car owner, Jeff Gordon, Kurt Busch, Mark Martin, mm-hmm. Jeff Burton, Kevin Harvick, the late Dale Earnhardt. Mm-hmm. And Jamie's been the benefactor of that, stepping into what is a stellar car with a course light Dodge. And his winning car, this documented, having won some races this year, Sterling was there to, to help him set the car up. And yet, Jamie, he I knew this kid felt a lot of pressure. <laughs> he, he was in a winning car that knew that it could win, and yet he mm-hmm. was probably going in looking for a top ten. Look what this kid did. I mean, it's uh, we were talking last night on the show. It's about an 18-hour day for me on mm-hmm. Sundays. I said, man, it's a good time. Most people would like to retire with a, a 500 average. Mm-hmm. You know, he's <laughs> ran two races and won yeah. two of them. Yeah. But, but hats off to him. He's got a great future ahead of him. That's, that's got to give you a leg up. I mean, because, you know, you're always looking. I mean, look at look at Michael Waltrip, how long it took him to win that first one. I mean, it's tough to win in this series. It's all a people thing. You know, the, the, that's, that's why the Panthers changed the coach this year. They didn't change 60 players. That's mm-hmm. It's all a people thing. It's a common thread. It's a common bond throughout life, no matter what you do. And if you get people on the same page who believe in each other, I believe that that breeds success. Well, and I think the, the other thing is that <clears throat> whenever we announced the Haviland Dodge for next year, I was talking to you know like guys like Mark Martin and Jeff Burton and Todd Bodine, and they were saying, you know, when they stepped up into the Cup Series, you had to get in a lower-budget team. Right. People just didn't take a chance on a guy to step into a team that could win a championship the first year. Hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, times have changed, and you just don't get opportunities like what I got with Chip and Felix you know, to go Winston Cup racing in your rookie season. So, I mean, I think that's part of the reason you see the younger guys maybe winning sooner is just because they're getting to step into great equipment for their first race and not having to go with a lower-budget team you know, for four or five years to try to get into a better ride. And, and uh, something else I admire about you, Jamie, you are dating a Miss Winston before your ever first Winston yeah. Cup race. There that's you that's, go. That's <laughs> Another yeah. first in the modern era. You go. I, I might add the Miss Winston of all time. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Yeah, so, she told me she loved me before I was a cup driver mm-hmm. when I was still in the Bush series. So that's right. Hey, that's a deal because my wife told me she loved me when I was pumping gas. <laughs> well, you got to have a good one then. Right? <laughs> yeah, but she really needed some gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe I could do a little bit more for her than Jamie. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, well, that's the thing. And Jamie too is sitting in is I know the team just had to be so totally bummed out when Sterling had to set out for the rest of the year. And going in, I know this just pumps him guys up, too. Well, definitely. And, I mean, the, the way that I described it to, to everyone is, is they were heartbroken. I mean, you know, not only were they going to you know, lose um, you know, a chance to win the championship, but that Sterling was their, you know, like their best friend. I mean, mm-hmm. especially Tony and Andy and those guys. I mean, they've been around for so long with each other that you know, that's your friend, and you don't ever want to see your friend hurt. So, I mean, I think the whole team felt the same way. And then for them to go from going to win a championship to putting a guy in a car that's never even sat in a Winston Cup car. I mean, I know they, had to, they were thinking, what in the hell are they thinking? Put this guy in here, you know. But they were really supportive from the get-go. And we sat down and had a meeting, and actually we were eating dinner at Talladega, and, and they all told me this, you know, we're behind you 100%, and, you know, you just go out and give 100%, we're going to give 100%, and, and uh, we'll see what happens. You know, I was thinking about those guys. I thought, I don't believe that we're getting ready to go to Victory Lane together. Mm-hmm. I mean, how I'm so happy for them. Man. And you were dreading this race, too, weren't you? Yeah. You know, I struggled here last year in yeah. my bush car. You know, ran okay in the spring. But, yeah, I mean, I you know, when they told me I was going to do this, I was so excited. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, waking up at, you know, four in the morning, watching TV, and Cielo was asking me, she's like, you know, what are you doing? And I was like, still, I was like, I'm just dreading going to Charlotte. <laughs> hey, been there, done that, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when you get up at four in the morning, there ain't nothing on but the bug fights. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, the history infomercial, I think, but I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. And, you know, this is an interesting uh, twist here. Now, of course, Sterling is not collecting driver points now. So then you will start collecting the driver points, but your win put the owner's points, you put them up to fourth. So really, it's, it's feasible that the owner points could win. Yeah, the driving points are nothing, Johnny. That's uh, because of change during the year and where the sport is right now. And you see constant change with crew chiefs and this and that. You know, they don't have points throughout the teams, but it, it goes by owner points and – uh, he can steadily bring this team forward as the year goes on. And I think if yesterday was any indication, he's going to march right back on up there. Man. And listen, and we got to ask you, Jamie, do you know yet? Are you going to be driving? Because uh, the only conflict you had is the Grand National Race. You're supposed to be racing Bush and Memphis this week, and the Cup boys are going to Martinsville. Have you figured that out? Well, I'm I'm definitely going to run the Bush race in uh, Memphis. I can't, you know, the, the guys on my Bush team, they, right. you know, I mean, they're what helped me get to where I am, and I would never do that to them and, and let them down because, I mean, we're competing for, you know, points battle over there. We've talked about maybe flying in on Sunday and just starting in the back. So um, I tested there on Wednesday. Of all the tests I've ever had, that was the best, I felt like. Wow. We had an awesome race car and learned a lot of stuff and heard really bad stories about Martinsville. You know, no one likes that place. I loved it. I mean, I had a great time. I'm sure it's a lot different with 42 other cars. Had a great race car, so... We're going to talk about that today, I'd say, and, and find out exactly what our plan is. Right, so you just had to figure out the schedule. I mean, would you be able to qualify the cup card and go back to Memphis? He, no, he couldn't qualify. And I'm going to tell you something right now, Jamie. Having uh, I've been fortunate enough to have Mike Bliss, who went up there and tested the car with a cup car in the truck series. You guys, if it comes down to that, could not have made a better choice. I mean, it's a, oh, no. it's a very difficult racetrack on brakes. Mike Bliss is easier on brakes than any race driver I have had in my whole career. Mm. And you could look for this kid to go to Martinsville and have the same result. Now, you you people think I'm crazy, and a couple of you know I am. But <laughs> yeah. um, he, he, is a, he is an awesome race car driver. Well, and I think that he's shown that in the truck series this year. Everyone asked me about, you know, moving up to, to Cup this year and um, when I was in the Bush Series, and I said I wasn't going to go unless I got a good opportunity. And I remember reading an article that, that Bliss was in, and, you know, saying that was one of his mistakes is that he moved up too fast and uh, maybe didn't go with a you know a team that that was funded well enough. But I think he's definitely shown how talented he is. And in the truck series this year, he's in great equipment. And you know, really, I mean, it seems like he's a the factor in every race. So yeah, they definitely made a wise choice. There. So, so so now, if somebody else would qualify the number forty car for Martinsville. And then Jamie come back to drive it. We have to start at the rear of yeah, the field. Yeah, yeah. Jamie'd have to go to the back, and the the team that Jamie's referring to has got to be my program at, at Eel River. I mean, we didn't have any money, but we had a we had plenty of checks. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's yeah. yeah, wait, you just do like Tammy Faye Baker. I thought I still had checks left. I yeah. must have money somewhere. <laughs> Got to be money somewhere, right? Uh, well, well, we're going to be interested in uh, how you're going to work that out. Uh, Jamie, because I, I know you want to be in, you got to do your Bush deal and you want to be in that cup car as well. Well, definitely. And, and I almost feel like I'm being greedy. When you're a racer and there's a car out there that they're going to let you race, you want to get in it. Um, I had a blast this weekend at Charlotte getting to do both of them, and I was worried about being tired, but gosh, I mean, just had a had a great time um, getting to run in both series. Is uh, is that your girlfriend calling you on the other line? <laughs> no, but you know, no, what? she's That's, there. She's there. Girlfriend's phone though. He's on the radio. We hear him on the radio. <laughs> oh, you guys are terrible. That's neat. Well, Jamie, how, how about the list that you have joined winning your first race at Lowe's Motor Speedway? David Pearson, Buddy Baker, old Charlie Glossbach, Jeff Gordon, Bobby Labonte, Matt Kenseth, and now Jamie McMurray. Well, I can remember, you know, watching the uh, the Winston on TV, just thinking about how much I hated Charlotte's racetrack, and I thought, you know, it seems like everyone who's a champion runs well at that racetrack. They can get around there, and I thought, you know, I just I can't get around there. It makes me feel really good to be able to win a cup race there. Then get to be in the Winston next year, you know. I mean, that's going to mean a lot to me. And so that's gosh, right. I mean, guys, you know, I mean, you, you know, I can't even explain to you how I feel right now. 
I bet, man. Well, yeah. Jamie, congratulations, buddy. I'll tell you what, you know, you're you're out there now. So, uh, man, you got, you got a good team. Good head on your shoulders. Just hang in there and just drive like you know you can, I guess. Barry, would you give him any advice? Uh, just just keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to call you a little later on about the motorhome lease this week. Yeah, I, I got a message to call you, but I tell you what, guys, let's give a big two thumbs up to that pit crew. They kept Jamie out when he was back in traffic to get those five vital points. They left him out there. They left him out there. They left him out there as long as they could. Then they pitted. Then the caution fell. They had fresh tires. They stayed out. They were up front. He had to clean air. That was a call from Tony Glover, Andy mm. Graves, Lee McCall that helped contribute to that win. That's something Jamie's not used to, and that's what I was saying mm. earlier. It's a whole people package. Well, yeah. and that, that's exactly right. I told Glover, he was like, do we need to pit? I told Glover, I said, hey, man, I'm a rookie. I said, you have to make the call. I don't know. Those guys, they did. I mean, great pit stops. You know, really, the only problem we had last night was me getting in and out of the pits. I haven't made very many green flag stops because in the bush trees, you don't, that's almost unheard of because the races aren't long enough. I mean, I lost a lot of time getting on pit road. Just so worried about spinning out, you know, making a mistake. But yeah, this definitely just shows what Ganassi racing is all about and Coors Light team. I mean, right. you always hear people talk about, you know, how it's a team, it's a team. And I didn't understand that. But when you get put in that position and you don't realize it until you don't have the team. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have it, you don't realize how great it is. And then you, when you don't have it, you realize how, how nice you had it. Definitely, this was a team effort. I'll tell you what, we was going, I, I could feel the pressure from inside your car just watching you make that last pit stop. I, I know that butt was puckering. You know what? I got to You know what? But, but if you watch the race, Jamie got better and better and better all night getting to pit road. Uh-huh. He got better and better and better at driving that car in the corner, getting faith in that car, and that pulled off the win. There you go. Your first victory. Well, Jamie, let's talk to you some more Monday mornings, buddy. All right, brothers. Thanks, guys. All yeah. right, man. Congratulations. All right, Billy. Come on. Let's go. We got to go play some golf here. The John Boy Billy Double Anniversary album is called Best of 20. Get yours now. Music Land, Record Town, The Wall, and your favorite store. Look for John Boy Billy Grill and Sauce, Winn Dixie, Food Lion, Harris Teeter, Petro Express. You'll find it on the menu and the table at Sagebrush Steakhouses. Order John Boy Billy stuff by phone at 800 471 stuff and visit us online at thebigshow.com. Services by Earthlink, Animink, and Sports Ventures. All right, Tim and Killer, thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Sean, appreciate it, Terry. Yes, sir. Looking forward to a comedy show tonight. If y'all playing a tournament, we will see you there. All right? Already. All right, boy. See you, John. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.